Hello and welcome to the why behind the what. My name is Nathan Albert, and as always, I am so glad you are listening to this podcast today. On this second season, we have been looking at ancient contemplative spirituality for today's transformation, and hopefully your transformation as well. For me, my spiritual journey, I kind of hit a roadblock a handful of years ago. Uh, I was surprised and kind of shocked that very quickly I, I became burnt out and bored and a bit critical, and the faith that I had and that I had such a passion for didn't seem to work like it once had. And what I discovered was an ancient faith and a contemplative spirituality. And this is what revived my faith. It's what's been healing my soul, and it's changed my life, and it continues to transform me today. So it's my hope that through these episodes, you might be introduced to something similar, to an ancient faith that somehow becomes essential to your contemporary life. Today, I want to introduce you to my favorite way to listen and hear ancient scriptures. It's a practice that has a had a profound effect on my soul, and one in which I believe I almost always hear the voice of the divine. The practice is known as Lexio Divina, or divine reading, for all those Latin translators out there. If you don't know Latin, guess what? We just increased your vocabulary from zero words to two. That is, go us. We're we're in it. So what is Lexio Divina? Well, it's a traditional and ancient practice, uh, a monastic practice of reading scripture through meditation and prayer, and its goal is to discover union with the divine. As well, it hopes that one would increase one's knowledge and awareness and even appreciation and love for ancient scriptures. Many people credit uh, St. Benedict uh, during the 6th century for starting Lectio, Uh, It was later then kind of developed into a four-step process by a monastic order in the 12th century. So it's got some some years on it. Uh, To be honest, I mispronounce Lexio half the time I speak it. So if in this episode I say Lexio or Lectio, who, what's right? I don't know. Is it GIF or is it GIF? The debate rages on. For years I said Lectio. For the last few years I've been in the Lexio camp. So here we are. Let's see where it goes. Regardless of how we pronounce it, the first time I tried it, I absolutely fell in love with it. Afterwards, I was like, whoa, what just happened? Uh, The Bible just came to life. Did I just hear from God? Was that like, was that profound? Did I miss something? Am I making something up? It was mystical. It was really cool. I was with a small group of students. We were sitting on a quad of a campus university. Uh, The campus pastor led us through this passage that I remember was from 1 Corinthians. And after each reading, she had us um, write a short response and reflection. And in that writing, it was crazy. I felt as if God was clearly speaking to me. Uh, more than when I had been reading the Bible on my own or attending uh, one of those in-depth Bible studies, you know, the inductive Bible studies. And ever since then, without fail, every Lexio Divina I have done, it's been as if God has spoken a word specifically to me, specifically for that time in which I find myself. And so this has been a, a profound experience and one that I love sharing with others. 
this process of, of learning Lexio Divina has really allowed me to understand that there is a great difference between simply listening to the Bible and actually hearing God through the Bible. And so it's Lexio that teaches us not simply to listen, but also to hear. A great introduction, if you're interested, uh, is from Ruth Haley Barton's book, Sacred Rhythms. I'll put this in the show notes, but I highly recommend this book as well. It covers a lot of the practices we've actually been talking about in this podcast, but it does a great treatment uh, specifically on Lexio Divina and ways to, in which to read the Bible. She says in this book that Lexio Divina is a, is a transformational way to read the Bible, that rather than reading it to learn about information, right, informational way to learn about God, it's a, it's a way we listen to the text to hear from the divine, not simply about the divine. And so the reason I think Lexio Divina can be so profound is that this is not how we read many texts today. I mean, in our daily life, whether uh, whatever we read, it's usually to gain information. I mean, that could be text messages, tweets, online news articles and websites, textbooks, uh, the Facebook rant from our crazy uncle or neighbor, we read to get information, and conversely, then we treat the Bible in the same way, that we glean it for information, we skim it, we look for facts or, or uh, the argument that we want to debate with someone else, and we, kinda, we try to come to some sort of knowledge and understanding. It's all informational. Now, of course, when it comes to the Bible, it is great to know the context, to understand the culture, to learn the nuances of Greek and Hebrew translations to seek, learn, uh, seek to learn more about the original author and their audience and that situation. But again, this is information. And so by itself, uh, information can't be a catalyst for changing our souls, for reviving our faith, for um, healing our souls. So religious texts are so much better uh, than just a tool for mental knowledge and information. So Lexio Divina then teaches us to savor these ancient texts, that we actually learn to meditate upon them and ruminate on it, and then to respond to it. It forces us to slow down, that we start to incorporate silence and stillness as we listen and read scripture. It, it forces us to wait to hear from God rather than simply rushing on to the next verse so we can get the whole chapter or the, the whole New Testament completed. An author that I love says that the goal of reading scripture is not simply to know scripture better, it's to know the divine better. And so when we read these ancient scriptures to hear and listen for God, that is what can impact our souls. That's what's going to transform our minds. And that's what's going to fill us with a great passion and love. And that this, then, is the hope and the goal of Lexio Divina. Now, as I mentioned earlier, there's a often a four-step process or four movements or four elements of Lexio Divina. Some even consider Lexio Divina a type of a dance, like there's four movements in this dance between Scripture and yourself and listening and hearing for God. But the four movements or elements of Lexio Divina are first Lexio, then Meditatio, then Oratio, and then Contemplatio. These class, we now have almost tripled our Latin words. That is right. You know so much more Latin. You're welcome. You are now very smart. But let me describe each movement briefly, and then I'm going to give some introduction and instructions on how you can practice Lexio Divina for yourself. The first movement, as I mentioned, is Lexio. 
And this is when we first read a text. It's when we are listening for the way in which God might be speaking to us. It's a chance to become aware of all aspects of the reading experience, that that we're um, moving away from distractions. We're moving away from getting to the next verse or the next chapter. We're moving away from rushing. Uh, and we're paying attention to the, to the text that is right in front of us, listening to the words as we read them out loud, uh, being attentive to sitting in silence, even with our eyes closed as we listen to these texts, um, and focusing on this text as it is. From there, uh, we move into meditatio, or meditating on the passage. And in this movement, in this element, we're seeking to, to deeply think uh, about what this passage might be saying. We want to become aware of any word or any phrase that might be standing out to us. Uh, what is it that struck a chord with us? What surprised us? What what phrase like resonated with us? Maybe it punched us in the gut or slapped us across the face or uh, just evoked emotion within us. And then we move into um, or, um, oratio. Sorry, oratio. Oratio? What am I saying? Oratio. Who knows? Maybe it's oratio. Gif. Gif. But this is how we respond to God after listening to the text. And this could be a written prayer that we put into a journal. This could be a conversation with God through prayer about what we've just read. Uh, This allows the space to hear from God for any particular word or message um, about what God might be saying to us and and to start thinking about how we should respond to what God might be saying to us through these passages. And finally, we move into um, contemplatio. This is where we acknowledge what God has said to us through the text. This is where we commit to living differently in light of it. Or this is where we commit to saying, you know what, these are some changes I need to make. Or or this is what I need to remember and to be aware of throughout my day because of this passage. So these are the four movements of Alexio Divina. And as I've said before, um, slowing down to listen to scripture. For me, this has been a transformational experience. It forced me not simply to glean information from the text, because a lot of what I was taught was just read it, get that information in you so you can debate uh, that your faith is right and every other faith is wrong. But instead, it, it forces me to slow down and focus on how these ancient words can speak to my soul today, not as a way to defend my faith, not as a way to argue my faith, not as a way to prove someone wrong, not as a way to puff up my own knowledge that I know scripture and others don't, but a way that I might hear how God desires to speak to my soul right now in this moment, the words that I need to hear, that I long to hear, that I desire to hear. Just as, as I talked about previously, the, the, the breathing prayer. That had a 100% success rate at calming my nerves, bringing me back to the present moment, kind of relaxing me. For me, Lexio Divina has a 100% success rate at being able to allow me to hear a distinct word from the divine based off of these ancient scriptures. It is a profound and mystical experience. I also think Lexio Divina is a great way to read these texts in community. Uh, one of the things that I found to be more, uh, I found actually that Lexio Divina can be way more powerful than your typical Bible study or one of those 
inductive Bible studies where you go word from word or someone teaches the, the group about what's being said and then there's discussion questions. For me, I think when you do this in a community, when you do Lexio Divina together, where you're all listening to the same passage, it allows the space for God to speak to each person individually rather than having you know one facilitator teach one particular message or interpretation to an entire group. And what I love is that as you do this in the group, you might find uh, that each person has a different message from this same text, or that multiple people in the group are hearing the same phrase and the same word, and they're connecting it to their own life, but their circumstances might be different. Um, and it's just profound to see how God, in a moment of silence, speaks to every single person in the room. So with Lexio Divina, we are allowing God the space to transform each person rather than trying to teach each person about God. And it can become really a, a, a truly holy moment. And I have found, uh, especially as I've incorporated this into my own life, as I've taught this to high school students, junior high students, college students, older adults, um, hipsters, whatever, um, I have found that in a day and age where we are immersed in technology and we're moving so fast and we're easily distracted and we move from tweet to tweet to tweet to text conversation to next conversation, that to slow down and simply listen, um, to hear these ancient words and to allow God to speak to them or through them to us, uh, it is pretty, pretty darn profound and really, really cool. So let me give you a few more instructions about Lexio, and then what I want to do is actually end the episode leading you through uh, a Lexio practice. So first, kind of to prep, if you want to do this on your own or do this in a group, you need to find a passage of scripture. Uh, it could be your favorite psalm. It could be a favorite few verses from an epistle, uh, but I would recommend it's best to keep the it short, three to five verses maybe. Maybe sometimes up to seven or ten, but that can get a little long. Um, I also recommend uh, using the the gospel reading or the psalm reading from the daily lectionary. Uh, and this is a way to unite us with countless other Christians around the world who are also using the same text. That's the assigned text for the week. Um, and you can use that uh, to join into community with others who are also reading this text. Before you begin, you might also want to center yourself um, and kind of pause, um, focus, try to get focused and let distractions move away. You might want to start by just asking uh, a short prayer that God's presence would be with you. Uh, you may also want to start with a short centering prayer that we talked about before, that you might want to do five or ten minutes in silence and then enter into Lectio Divina and even end uh, your time with another moment of silence. As you begin... Read the passage out loud. Um, I recommend reading that loud because not only uh, are you reading the text, but then you're also listening to it as you're reading it yourself. So your eyes are seeing it, but you also your, he your ears are hearing it. And then after you read the text, simply take a moment to listen. Let there be silence. Let, there, let your mind wander and marinate on what you just read. And after a few minutes then, you read the text a second time listening for a word or a phrase that pops out to you. Uh, and this is when I encourage you to write down in a journal, uh, that if you have a journal or a sheet of paper, that then you would write down this word or this phrase on the sheet of paper, 
And then again, once you do that, take another pause and a moment, and then you will read the passage again. As you read it a third time, you listen for your word or your phrase, uh, and then it's often great to write down um, a greater description of that word. Can you define it? Can you expand on it? What does it mean? What is, what is being said here? And then again, reading the text again, listening as, as you read it. Um, and this time as you finish, um, try to start listening to what God might be telling you. As it was taught to me, um, I, I often recommend this as well, that you write a letter to yourself uh, from God about this word or phrase. As we mentioned before in previous episodes, journaling has this great way of narrowing and filtering our thoughts uh, in order to hear more clearly from God. And so, again, this is an opportunity for you to start journaling what is God trying to say to you through these words. And then finally, you'll read the text again after you spend some time journaling. And you'll read it again, and this time after you complete the reading, uh, you might spend a minute or two thinking about what's next. Is there something God is challenging you to do? How are you supposed to respond? What's next for you? And again, writing this down is helpful as well. So if you're in a group uh, and you do this all together, after you do Lexio, you might want to go around and share uh, your word or your phrase that stood out to you, or um, even read some of what you had journaled uh, if you are brave enough to do that. I always love hearing what people uh, hear and st- uh, what has stood out to them in these scripture passages. For me, it, it really opens up the text. It allows me to realize things like, oh, I didn't even hear that sentence, or, oh, that's a great point. Um, and it's awesome to see how spirit is working among all of you. And that's it. There you have it. Lexio Divina. It is an ancient way to listen to scripture and allow it to impact your soul in this life right now today. So as we end, I want to lead you through a brief Lexio Divina. So keep listening. Um, What's going to happen is I will read a short passage from uh, the scriptures, uh, which is the lectionary text. Again, this is the assigned text for the week, and that churches across the globe will be using this text uh, within their worship gatherings. After each time I read it, I'll share just a brief word of introduction, uh, instruction, and then there'll be a moment of silence. Uh, for the sake of the podcast, it's not going to be an extended amount of silence, but if you do need more time, just go ahead and pause the podcast. Just pause it, finish your journaling, finish your writing, finish your sentence, sentences, and then you can come back when you're reading. And then once we're done with le- this Lexio, I'm going to share a final few thoughts, so if you're you know, going to cheat and not do the Lexio? Well, fast forward a little bit so you can hear the final thoughts at least. Um, but I do encourage you uh, to join with us uh, as we do this Lexio. So if it's possible, uh, get in a comfortable position, uh, grab a journal, get something to write with. Uh, feel free to write the number uh, or like number each movement if you want, or you can write the Latin word if you remember them. Uh, you may want to, as I read these scripture passages, you might want to uh, close your eyes and just sit and listen to the text. Please do it, unless you're driving or walking. If that's the case, just come back to it when you get home. But again, I'll, I'm going to read from the lectionary text. This text is from uh, Psalm chapter 116, and it'll be verses 1 through 3. So number one, Lexio. I'll read the passage, and after I'm done reading it, I want you to listen for a word or a phrase that might pop out to you. 
And after I complete reading it, I'm going to invite you to write down that word or that phrase. So here is Psalm 116, verses 1 through 3. I love the Lord, because the Lord has heard the voice of my supplication, because the Lord has inclined the Lord's ear to me whenever I call upon the Lord. The cords of death entangled me, the grip of the grave took hold of me, I came to grief and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray you, save my life. Number two, meditatio. This time as I read the passage again, listen for your word or phrase. And once I'm done reading the text, write down a definition of this word or this phrase. What does it mean? Flesh it out. Uh, do your best to explain and define this word or this phrase. I love the Lord because the Lord has heard the voice of my supplication, because the Lord has inclined the Lord's ear to me whenever I call upon the Lord. The cords of death entangled me. The grip of the grave took hold of me. I came to grief and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray you, save my life. Number three. Oratio. Again, as I read the passage, listen for your word or phrase. This time, once I'm done reading, write a letter to yourself from God about this word or phrase. What is the divine trying to tell you about this word? What is it that you need to hear? I love the Lord because the Lord has heard the voice of my supplication because the Lord has inclined the Lord's ear to me whenever I call upon the Lord. The cords of death entangled me, the grip of the grave took hold of me. I came to grief and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray you, save my life. Number four, or contemplatio. As I read the text one final time, again, listen for your word or your phrase. And this time when I'm done reading it, write a few sentences on what you need to do next. Now that you've heard this phrase, now that you've defined this phrase, now that God has spoken to you about this phrase, what is it you need to do? How is it that you need to respond? I love the Lord, because the Lord has heard the voice of my supplication, because the Lord has inclined the Lord's ear to me whenever I call upon the Lord. The cords of death entangled me, the grip of the grave took hold of me. I came to grief and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray you, save 
my life. And I hope God has spoken clearly to you during this Lexio Divina. Again, if you need more time, just pause this and continue journaling, continuing your thoughts as needed. But I hope this process has been one that encourages you, that it's brought you to a deeper respect for the ancient scriptures, and an awareness of the still small voice of the divine. Again, it's, it's one of my favorite practices, and the more I do it, the more I love it. The more often I do it, the more I want to share it with others. Uh, and the more I do it, uh, the more free I am in my faith. There's something about it um, that adds such value and greatness to understanding the scriptures. That yes, there are commentaries and translations and Greek and Hebrew and cultural context uh, and all sorts of research that can be done that you could spend lifetimes studying and understanding. Yet at the same time, there's something so deeply profound about spending silence and listening to the scriptures and knowing that God is willing uh, and will speak to you through these ancient words. As we end this episode, just a few final reminders. In the show notes, as I've mentioned, I've got some helpful links and resources if you want to go deeper into Lexio Divina. Um, and you can click on those, and uh, I encourage you to, to get them if you, if you need them. If you haven't already done so, please leave a review of this podcast on iTunes. I know every podcast in the world talks about leaving a review, but here's the thing. It is incredibly helpful. Uh, it does make the iTunes algorithm push the podcast so more people will listen to it, more people can find it, that it's easier to find uh, in podcast apps. So again, this would be helpful if you could just write a short sentence or two review uh, and give it the stars you deem as worthy. And if you find this enjoyable, again, please share it on social media so your friends can experience an ancient contemplative spirituality, uh, that, that others can have a faith that is revived, that others' souls who have been so burnt out and uh, angry and hurt by certain church contexts or uh, flavors of Christianity, that their, he- their souls might heal because of these practices, and that there are people whose lives can be transformed simply by learning to sit in silence and listen to scripture and breathing types of prayers. So please share this with those that you might think uh, would enjoy it as well. As always, you can check out NathanAlbert.com. That's where you can subscribe to my newsletter, follow my writing, and some other things that are going on. Until next time, as you listen, as you meditate, as you contemplate, and as you respond to these ancient texts, may you have calm, may you have peace, may you have happiness. Happiness.